but it is also through the imagination that is your communication tool with spirit. So the very fact that it is the imagination that is the tool to connect is what creates the biggest block for humans because they have been conditioned to believe through their upbringing that when they are imagining something, it is make-believe. Therefore, it is not real. It is created by the human consciousness. It is fantasy. It is not real. And we say, who says it's not real. What is real anyway? Real is just an interpretation of an experience, yes? So welcome to Galactic Guidance, the show that channels the wisdom of beings from higher realms. Join us as we tap into the cosmic consciousness and receive messages of clear guidance to help us navigate our spiritual evolution on planet Earth. So sit back, relax, and let's connect into the higher frequency. Hello, beautiful people. So excited for you to join us in today's episode where we have our channel, Lisa Brandis, who channels the higher dimensional being Anya. And um, we never ever discuss what we're going to talk about, what we're going to discuss. It's whatever comes up for the day. So what actually happens if you've missed any prior episodes is that Lisa goes into a state. She's a conscious channel. So that means that whilst she channels Anya, she's been channeling this high dimensional being now for about 30 years. She remains in a conscious state and is therefore listening in on the conversation, but she's bringing in Anya's energy. So whenever you're ready to Go into your state, Lisa. And then what happens is afterwards we discuss the themes that have come up for us. So whenever you're ready to. Okay. You've aged me a little bit. It's not quite been 30 years. <laughs> it's been 20 years with Reiki, just to confirm. 20 um, years. After I said it, I realised because Marcus, our other channel in this series, he's about 30 years. So, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, so it's 20. about 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Even though that still sounds like such a long time <laughs> when I think about it. Half my life I've been experiencing Reiki. And Reiki. Incredible. Incredible. It is. All right, I'll bring Anya through. Whenever you're ready, take your time. Mm, yes, yes, we are here, Anya, Anya. Oh, we're blending with Lisa. She's like, are you here, are you? Are you here, Anya? Yes, 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 we're here. Uh, we've been with her all morning as we are every day and she often struggles to, uh, especially on mornings when there's a lot of chaos, to wonder whether she'll be able to channel. And, of course, it is just simply a process of surrendering and letting go. So thank you for this opportunity. The more that we begin connecting and channeling, the more Lisa goes into a trance state and relaxes and surrenders. Mm. Thank mm. you for coming in, Anya. We so appreciate you coming in and uh, discussing with us some, some big issues, some smaller issues, but all from a higher perspective. And um, before we begin, I was wondering, is there anything in particular that you would like to raise with the collective? Ah, oh, yes, yes, there is so much. We, we wish to talk about 
connecting to your inner guidance. And one of the easiest ways we were giving Lisa insight and understanding to surrender and to break up days into segments. So there is a surrender process needed. We recall that it is a not an experience that's done once. You will hear many spiritual teachers speak of surrender. Surrendering is just an allowing, really. It's another word for breathing into the moment. As human beings, there is always so much going on. And the, the trusting um, experience of connecting with guidance is something that the humans feel a... Uh, or struggle with, struggle with that feeling of trusting that when they ask, this spiritual wisdom and answer will come through. And it is when you can be in a state of allowing that you will shift frequency, shift vibration, and therefore we can communicate with you. Quite often it is through insights and thoughts and telepathic communications or ideas that stream in through the same consciousness that you operate in your day-to-day -day experience. So it can feel very subtle as people begin to open to channeling in the beginning. And we did want to speak about the difference between trans channeling, conscious channeling and unconscious channeling. So there is a trans component, which we know you are well aware of when you do hypnotherapy. It is a trance state that Lisa has entered into now to allow us to come through. And you'll feel that as we've been building energy, she's surrendering more and more. So it is a surrendering process as she moves aside and allows us to come forth. There are so many ways, so many ways in which we can communicate with you. It is through visual images. It is through ideas that just pop into your consciousness. It is through telepathic communication. It is through the heart awakening and just that feeling of love and appreciation for the person or the people that you are connected with at the time. So we hope that has given you some insights as to how and what channeling experiences and the multi-dimensional facets of this this kind of experience that humans can have with benevolent beings beautiful so you're talking about you know um, connecting in and trusting and allowing and surrendering there's a couple of people who on my other podcast have written in and said they've been asking for years and years and years to connect to their family of light and they still haven't connected in now I'm thinking maybe they have connected in, but they just don't know they've connected in. But 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 why is it that some people receive very definitive signs like Lisa has in terms of her family of light and other people, like you said, it's so subtle that they can't tell the difference whether it's their own thoughts or whether it's their family of light. Why the differentiation in the way that we receive information from our family of light? Because, because every human being is unique, so therefore the way that they will um, blend with their spirit counterpart is as unique as every human being. Quite often we find that where there is a great desire to, ch to channel or a great desire to trust in their intuition, there is also great resistance. And when we are used to operating, we find that people that are very logical and analytical in their mindset that have spent a lot of time learning with a strong leaning towards 
that um, rational mindset, they find it a little bit harder because they're looking for evidence before they then will trust. So it's almost like prove it to me and then I'll go on the journey. But the, the interesting thing with everybody has a pineal gland, therefore everybody has an ability within the physical system to calibrate light. It is through the pineal gland that the connection between us and you takes place or us and them takes place so therefore if you are a human being you have the capacity to calibrate to light every cell of the body calibrates light and they are now scientifically discovering ways to measure and see the way that light blends through the cell of the body but it is also through the imagination that is your communication tool with spirit. So the very fact that it is the imagination that is the tool to connect is what creates the biggest block for humans because they have been conditioned to believe through their upbringing that when they are imagining something, it is make-believe. Therefore, it is not real. It is created by the human consciousness. It is fantasy. It is not real. And we say, who says it's not real. What is real anyway? Real is just an interpretation of an experience, yes? So when one is able and has naturally been more attuned to using fantasy or attuned to using their imagination in order to make a connection, they are predisposed to an easier experience of this. There is also other factors that come in where there has been religion that has created fear and we say this with a lot of respect. We are not judgmental in regards to religion but there is some circumstances where there has been negative experience therefore there is fear present and also there is a lot of fear around connecting to spirit and a lot of fear around being um, not in control of the experience which was part of Lisa's journey which is why she's chosen to be a conscious channel. She's present with it. Other channels in the past would need to totally surrender and get into a deep, deep unconscious trance state before they were allowed to or before they they were, their mind allowed for that experience of blending with the benevolence. And again, that's usually where there was a soul contract in place prior to incarnating into this life experience because that is quite a big hurdle to overcome to fully surrender and that is like a 98 percent surrender to trusting the guides to come through and then discovering the message afterwards so it is ah it, it is it is a big question that you ask and on an individual level we could fine-tune it you know more specifically but uh if we hope that this is given a global overview um there is something we would like to share and many actors find it easier or those that have had acting experience find it easier to to trust and to play because they can connect with their guides in that imagination place just like when they were acting they were playing a role they were you know pretending and it is that is that playful energy and that curiosity that creates and paves the space for meaningful connection with the guide. So 
we see the biggest block is that they want the high level accuracy as some channels like us have demonstrated is possible and therefore they feel the dissatisfaction when it's when when there's a need for them to play and make believe and have fun in order to kind of meet your guides halfway if that makes sense so you have to play make believe make it up create it's almost like create a landscape where you're as a human is putting imagery and if we if we if we get you to imagine a canvas and you're painting a picture of fantasy from that that energy that builds in the intuition and in the imagination there we can join with you so it's uh, it is quite difficult for light workers light beings our side consciousness spirit consciousness to lower our frequency to make an accurate blend with the human you're on a different dimension different frequency uh, and so there is a combination of the human being raising their vibration to calibrate with ours and us lowering our frequency and changing out of our dimension into this dimension so it, it is quite the process <laughs> to mm. have that experience unfold yes so that it is a long process and for some people um depending on the individual is what you're saying you know the connection takes many many different forms but what you're also suggesting is that we let go of the intensity and have a bit of fun and play and and use that childlike imagination and because just by doing that, by using that childlike imagination, that increases our frequency and Absolutely. therefore we we are more likely to get our questions answered. Yes. Um, and so, but the thing is, though, this is what I'm finding lately. I'm finding that what is there to ask? Because every single moment is different. And if we if we truly surrendered to the moment, then what is there to ask? It just feels like the only thing that's really asking is our ego because our soul doesn't need to actually have the answers to anything. If we're surrendered to this moment, what is the question that we need to ask? How do I experience more love in this moment? And then looking mm. inspiration to how you can calibrate because to experience human form in total enlightened state of being is quite an ask for the human being because you are integrated with the ego. You are here and experiencing. We would find that a human being would um, have a greater chance of living an enlightened experience where there was no opportunity for them to interact with other human beings that were not in an enlightened state. So when you are interacting <laughs> with other human beings, uh, you know, they, they have a capacity to create chaos and to bring energy and, and um, story and experience into your life's journey. But we would actually question, isn't that part of the reason you came here is to experience the diversity, mm. to experience the contrast, to have your heart broken for if it wasn't for the expansion that takes place. Therefore, uh, isn't it all light, even the yeah. shadow, even the pain? Absolutely. Um, we love it all. We love, we love being there in the moments of the greatest sorrows. And we love being there in the moments of the greatest joy. And 
we always have a calling card. We are always calling you to that enlightened experience. Yes, because that is where we sit. That is the space we are at. And we bring our love to the to the human condition and the human experience because it is one that is um, filled with all kinds of diversity and that is the richness and the tapestry of life that is makes it most interesting from our perspective yeah absolutely but I guess the I guess the you know the human experience it's all about the um the, the where are where's the line so I'll give you a, a personal example you know in terms of weighing up the love and the feeling of love for others like there's no separation to boundaries So as an example, I've had a, a person who purchased one of my courses recently and um, her refund period was over. So she connected with me six months after she purchased the course when usually refund is the first 30 days, no questions asked. But And mm -hmm. she said that her circumstances had changed. She could no longer, she needed the money desperately because her grandchildren were sick. She hadn't had time to look at the course and she requested a full refund. And I had a bit of a dilemma because there's a part of me, the soul part of me, that's like we need to look after everybody as if they're us because they are us. And if she's she is in a need, I can provide for her and I'll give her her full money back. And then there's the ego part of me that's like, but hang on, like there's a boundary there that, you know, she's had all this opportunity to, to do it. She hasn't done what she was supposed to do with an the confines of our terms and conditions. But then the soul part of me says, but that doesn't matter. She's a beautiful soul and it's my job is to really expand my love as much as possible and just give her the full refund. What would you advise from a higher dimensional perspective for that mm -hmm. situation? Are we always tested like how, like if, if there's no lack, because there is no lack in our abundant, in our abundant universe, just give everybody what they want, right? Yes, yes. That would be easy on one side but then difficult on the other because your business would suffer because of that, you see. So you could, in fact, offer free training to everybody and therefore you wouldn't be able to keep your lights on and you wouldn't be able to pay your rent. So where there's a circumstance where you can make a difference and you can be generous of heart and soul and, and provide, then you'll feel inspiration to do so. When someone is making a demand from a neediness, from a place of um, desire that comes from their own lack of honouring the choice and the decision that they made, then we would suggest the most loving thing to do is to hold steady to your boundaries and to say, you know, to say no with love if that is what feels right for you. And sometimes the most loving action is the difficult choice. We're not saying that it's easy because what also happens is there's that desire to want to please others and want people to be happy and content. But we've also seen this experience with Lisa in her business multiple times. There is a there is an energy where People think heart-based businesses are compassionate. Therefore, they push a little bit more than they would in the corporate world. They expect more from our heart-based healers than they would in the corporate world. And, and we encourage you to, to, yes, act with kindness, 
and yes, convey your decision with love. But sometimes the most loving choice is also loving and honouring yourself and your business and the business's needs to have abundance in order to take care of your staff and in order to put food on your table. There is a experience that one of Lisa's teachers gave her very early on and there is always a desire when someone gives you a heartfelt story of difficulty to want to give them a discount or to lower your price because of their needs or their neediness and we say that with love and respect but it can be manipulation with people's mm. problems and pain and what her teacher told her was if you're going to say give a hundred dollars back in other words charge a hundred dollars less than you ordinarily would then what we want you to do is sit for a moment and as you give that hundred dollars back to that person in honoring their victimhood and their their negative exchange with you because it comes from a place of neediness and it comes from a place of validating their fear-based experiences and when we give in energy to that experience we are also teaching them that that is okay that their word does not matter we're teaching them that you don't have to have integrity when you deal with me as a business mm -hmm. right so we expect that of ourselves yes and others expect that of of you and others like you in business but it's it it, it 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 is difficult we're not saying this is an easy ex exchange but then let's just say on this one case you decide you feel you pity her you feel for her circumstances which we don't we understand she's in a difficult circumstance and equally at any point she can choose to empower herself out of it by doing your training yes so so imagine putting a hundred dollars and holding it to your family that you love and then taking it away from them mm. and it's a different way of thinking because that is exactly what you're doing energetically you're saying to your family to your staff that you love that adore you that work so hard for you and within your business you're saying in this moment you matter less than this client that is actually operating out of a fear-based demanding exchange that is going against the rules she was well aware of when they signed up for this process or again there's a lesson for them in reading the fine print and understanding the commitments they are making when they make them yes life circumstances change uh, and we also ask our light workers to look that as you hold yourselves into reputable businesses and you're wanting to be seen as um, equal with other counterparts in other professional industries it is important for you to have standards of practice where you have decisions made that are not based on emotional decisions when one comes with a heart-based story of difficulty or poverty consciousness or and as, as truthful as it is or not it is still an emotional based plea and therefore you are leaning into making an emotional based decision as to whether you say yes or no whereas if we take all emotion out of it it's just a simple decision did she enroll in a course yes or no yes yes she did did she have a time period where she was able to change her mind if she got in and decided it wasn't for her yes how long was that period of time 30 days do you feel that that's long enough for someone to get in engage with your course and decide it's not for them absolutely yeah so therefore 
she had time and if even more so that she's come back to you 12 months later. So she's given ample time in order to engage in the program. Yes, but what has come to me is that so in the past I would have had no problem saying no in the past because I was very, very good with my boundaries and I wouldn't have anybody take advantage of me. But with the way that I think in terms of like, okay, if we know that if we know that the universe is abundant, which it is, if we know that there is no lack, which it is, when our children are thinking that there's lack, when our children who are our brothers and sisters or our children or our people, they think that and they think they really need it, then just give it to them. So then what does that do? What teaching does that teach them? So when they have that exchange with you and you are a spiritual teacher, yes, what is it redefining for them when you give into that uh, exchange? What are you mm. actually teaching them? What's the behaviour yeah. that they're demonstrating firstly? What's the behaviour they're demonstrating? Well, they're, they're demonstrating victim consciousness. Right. So by saying yes to that, you were saying that's okay and you're not, in fact, spiritually teaching them anything other than mm. teaching them that this behaviour is okay and therefore they will continue it on and on and on and that is not in their highest good. So what is in their highest good sometimes is tough love. Tough mm. love says with the kindest, I'm so sorry for your circumstances. I feel for the um, the you know the the place that you find yourself in but unfortunately at this time we are unable to support a refund but here's what we can do and perhaps there is something you can do to support them to change their frequency to change their vibration and their experience and yes it's an abundant world therefore they can increase their abundance in multiple multiple ways just perhaps not in this way under these circumstances you see there might be another cause where we agree that that operating in an abundant um, frequency is is definitely um, warranted and therefore encouraged. And you may find you you enter into an exchange with a student where there is a genuine need and a heart based gratitude, and it just feels like you want to be generous and mm. to that particular mm. client because out of their inspiration because they're behaving in a way that is in alignment with source they are grateful for every little mm. moment every little exchange and you know that there's a you know genuine desire but an, a genuine inability to engage with your program you might offer a select few for no um, exchange as a way mm. of those that um, you know have a, a genuine desire and, and know that they will reap the rewards and then give that back to others you see which is which is just being generous because and for the right reason you understand rather than um, because the other question the other question is when you look at your internal guidance if you were to, and this is another way you can check in with what feels right and what resonates for you, Lenny, if you were to give her a full refund, how would you feel personally? I actually feel better because yeah. I just don't want people wanting something from me that I can give that I don't give. So it feels in alignment for you to give to her? Yes. And there's no feeling of? Um, no, because I know there's no lack. So when I know there's no lack and that, you know, I feel that uh, the 
that's what I feel. I feel that when people are asking for something and I can give it, then the highest expression from me is to give it and they can learn their lesson elsewhere. At least then I don't have any karma. What do you mean by karma? Any Well, if I don't give it back, then there's a belief that I'm holding on to. That belief is that there is lack. That means that if I give you something, then I have, I have less. And mm-hmm. therefore, that, that belief is going to play out some other way. So don't play on those beliefs. Don't action. Do you feel you enter into a more generous, like you enter into more generosity when you see that there's a genuine need and therefore you can enter into that exchange? Then going yeah. with what feels right is the right choice for you. Mm. It is It is from a teaching point, you know, every decision that you make, we suggest you go within your own internal guidance and make the choice that is right for you. And there will be times and circumstances when it doesn't resonate and it feels right to go into a teaching space where that feels like the right choice. So, Mm. yes, in this instance, if that is what feels right and resonates with you and it feels good to share and to be generous, and it feels like to not do so would be going against your values and your principles as you are um, trusting in the abundance and the flow of the universe, then that is the right choice for you. And how did you come to that decision, just through your own knowing? Um, It came up with me when I was uh, doing a ceremony last (laughs) week and uh, with the medicine, with the plant medicine, and that's one of the things that came up for me is just you just re, just refund. Like I just don't yeah. want any 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 kind of anything around me that people are asking for something, and mm-hmm. um, and for whatever reason I believe I can't do it. I don't do it. I prefer to do it, and that sort of proves to my psyche that there is no lack. There is no lack. There is no Perfect. lack. Perfect. Then that's a right. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, but that was really good conversation because it was all about boundaries and really like there's no black and white. Um, There's both sides. There is no right or wrong. Whether I chose to give her the refund or not, uh, both decisions would have been correct. So it's really about really going back to your original sentence when you first started, which is to, to trust your inner guidance and no yeah. matter how subtle that is to trust your inner guidance. So just want to say thank you for yeah. your guidance today. I so appreciate you, Anya. And, uh, yeah, when you're ready, we can bring Lisa back. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I, I'm already back. <laughs> I can feel myself drop at the end and come back in. Um, yeah, thank you, Eleni. It's very interesting, isn't it? And I think, you know, also when... When I look at those times I've gone through that decision in my own life as to whether to refund, I actually had one recently where I didn't take that line. I actually gave her a refund because it was easier just to go, I just don't want to deal with this. (laughs) So on a personal level, I gave her the refund for the exact same reason as you. It was just like, I just, if she doesn't want to be in the course, I don't want to force her to and I wanted to just move. how, How did that feel for you? How does that? How did that feel after you did very, it? I felt very. Uh, I personalised it straight away, so it felt like an initial rejection because she actually didn't enjoy the course. 
But what was interesting is that she'd, she'd ha- actually completed 98% of it. So part of me felt frustrated that, well, why did you continue and do the whole course and then ask for a refund saying it was not what you expected nor wanted? Same. Mine did. Mine, said, a- that, mine said that she didn't, but I, I found out it was 89% complete. Yeah. Yeah. And so... I spoke to another business colleague and she said that there's actually students that go around doing this where they do it to get free courses and they don't have any any ill feeling towards doing it. And I'm not saying that this particular woman did that. <laughs> she may be watching this, but it, it happens. One of my business colleagues said that there's, that there's TikToks out there saying how to get a free trip to Bali and it's basically go over, pay for a room, and then ask for a refund and complain about the room. And then they give you a refund and you go to the next place. And I'm just thinking, I said to this friend of mine, where is their conscious? Where is their sense of right and wrong? Like, how can people do that? Because, and I, I don't know, Eleni, I think this is why we need more light workers and we need more boundaries mm. to say, what are you thinking? Because maybe they just don't even contemplate what that does to the business owner. Well, for me, on a personal level, I put my heart and soul into these programs and course. Exactly. And like we, it's our heart's work. It's our calling. Um, you know, I work so hard for the for what I charge, which is nominal compared to what I put in. in the and, and the other thing is, is that I will end up I will end up being out of pocket because I have paid staff to answer her queries. You know, oh. um, and so she's actually cost me money. Yeah, same. Um, same. But, you know, and I have known that in the past when I've given refunds and I've seen people do it where they've got a refund from my course and with the money they've bought another course. They do so, that. And I've seen also where they give you the sob story and then you believe them and then later you hear they've gone and, and did the exact same course with another person. I know. But the way and that I'm I like, see it is, is my conscience clear. Is my conscience clear? For me, it was I didn't want that vibration in my course because yes. on the, you know what happened on the exact same because this is the online Reiki training, which is a new frontier. I'm always on the leading edge. So it's still we're still fine-tuning teaching online. And, I mean, I've been doing it for two years now, so it's not, it's not, it's not, um, it's been, it's been tested and working. But, um what actually happened is in the exact same time I was having this personal, I felt quite rejected and she didn't like my course and I'm, I went into that I'm not good enough program. But I also then had in my member, I've got like a practitioner member group, one of the ladies that also did my online training um, that never would have learned Reiki because she's in a remote area on the other side of Australia. She actually used Reiki to help her husband transition a day before she posted about it in the group. And then I saw the love and I saw the connection and I just went, that's my people. The other one is irrelevant. Like I just don't want her energy in. Like I just saw the difference yeah. of that real need being met and that heart-based connection and the beautiful heart-based souls in my group that were responding to her message and and I just went, that's what it's all about. And so it was an easy, I just, I, to be honest, I think I made the decision because I kept, it was a 50-50. She had already paid 50% and had done it on a payment plan and I just cancelled any further money coming out of her bank, which was meant to be the second half. And so I kind of thought, wow, oh, it's, it's halfway and that felt right. But um, and the other thing I've also I've also had in in a business experience is 
being exactly like that. I'm a light worker. I'm a heart-based person. I'd feel for them and I'd give them the refund. And then my bookkeeper's sitting there going, look at what's this done to your bottom line. And I'm struggling to pay my bills. And you see the consequence of that. Mm. And, and what I've also felt is they just leave anyway. You never see them again. So mm -mm -mm. The, the fear is yeah. that bad mouth you, right? And no, I didn't have any fear. I really didn't have any fear about that. And I didn't take it personally because I know it's a fantastic course. But it's come to it's come to the end of its line anyway because I don't promote it anymore, that course. Oh, okay. Like, and I've decided I'm not going to do any high-end courses anymore. It's all going to be month by month or whatever so people can yeah. just opt out whenever they want. Yeah. So it felt like it's the end of an era anyway. Uh, she's the last one that ever bought the course. Yeah. And it's just like, see, when you know. You see the complexity in a decision, you know it's the right choice, don't you, when you look at all the different and this is why your spirit guides and you were the best person to make that decision because you know all of the details. And that's, yeah. it, it is so complex, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It just felt like, okay, it, it's almost like confirmation that that side of the business is finished. Yeah. It yeah. was almost like confirmation, you know, that, that it's just finished. It, we just, we're just done over here. And that's what it felt like. I've had similar experiences in my business. And because you've been doing something for so long, I don't know, do you find it hard to let go of some of these programs that are your heart's work? Oh, I, I have. <laughs> I have found it hard, but I let them all go. I so I found them, I found it very difficult to let them go. Mm. Like very, very difficult. It was, and it was a transition. It was, you know, you know, started with, I was doing live retreats and then it was just online and then it was just, everything was online and then, you know, I'm still having this sales funnel that's going there and then I stopped the sales funnel completely. So, you know, it's, a, it's, 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 it's really hard when you've put your heart and soul into a fantastic course that is make, that's, that's making such a huge impact in the world but your heart and soul is not there anymore. It's somewhere else to yeah. say, no, that's, that's the past now and it's okay. It's okay. And sometimes these what we would call negative experiences or challenging experiences are also indications that it is time to let something go. I had a similar experience mm. where, you know, usually I would have an 80% conversion into an in-person and no one booked in. And I was like, I was, this has never happened in 15 years of business where it, they're, they're not, and they all had valid reasons the dates didn't work for whatever reason, but even that wasn't common. Like, because I would tune in and I'd pick dates based on, you know, the energy and what felt right and my guidance would be there and I'm just like, oh, this because this is the space I'm meant to be and I love this and there's other things that I'm brewing that are... Exactly. Did you end up asking Anya about that or not? Um, I don't think I did. I've been so busy that I don't know. I don't think I did. I just, I, I also get very, um, I, I find it hard to channel guidance from Anya for myself when my problems are activated because mm. my head gets too in the way and I think it's her but it's me um so I find I have to kind of just let my I'm very emotional I see and experience the world through my emotions and I'm a total empath so I have to wait until my drama settles <laughs> in my head before Anya can can come through and quite often I'll be doing a reading for a client or a Reiki session 
and this it'll be a very similar experience or just like what we've had where you know a conversation will happen in my everyday life and Anya will kind of come in on when I'm focused on someone else I hear my guidance through um you know helping another so yeah, I need to work on that. <laughs> I need to work on meditating more, I think. Well, if you ever need, in the middle of your drama, me to talk to Anya on your behalf, okay, we, 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 can, we can do that here in this series. Oh, so, okay, cool. Oh, well, let's do that next time. I'll, I'll, we'll bring up a, um, how would we do that, Eleni? So I would tell you something that's going on, a problem I'm having. Yeah. Oh, gosh, I that would work whether I'd be too active for it. No, you just need to surrender. Oh, God. <laughs> you challenging me. Okay. You just need to surrender. I reckon that's the next stage for us. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love it. So really good messages for people listening today in terms of yeah. setting boundaries, knowing that there's no right, no wrong, and, you know, every circumstance is different and what feels right for you. What yes, feels right. right. Not out of not out of fear. Not out of fear that somebody's gonna badmouth you or someone's gonna do something to you, but what feels right for you is is the path to take. What feels right. And for me, with this particular situation, whether that lady was saying the truth or not, and even though she had accessed eighty nine percent of the course and it was six months later, <laughs> it was just like, Well, if I truly, truly, truly believe yeah. that there is no lack. If yeah. I truly believe that if I give her back, you know, $3,000 and that $3,000 is not gone from me, it'll come some other way. If I truly believe that, then yeah. what is the harm of me giving it back? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, she hasn't learned her lesson, but oh well. Your, yeah, it's not it's, my, it's not my. It's not your, it's not your role to be in for her in that exchange. And that's beautiful. I, I was listening to a podcast about happy money that the other day and he was talking about, thanking saying thank you say thank you say thank you for every experience so when you think about that when she's acted as a as a um i guess inspiration for you to reinforce that knowing that you live in a mm. world and that there is always more to go around then yeah. say thank you, give her the money and say thank you because you get excited about the abundance that's coming from the people that are right for you. And I can say the same about the experience where I just said yes. It was actually liberating just saying, okay, no worries, deleting the payment and going and Gerald, my husband, helped me write the email because I do get too personal. <laughs> I like apologise or make excuses and then he just wrote, okay, and it was like a three-second or a three-sentence email and and it was done. Mm. So. Um, yeah, I love what you. I love what you just said about saying thank you. It reminds me of because I did ayahuasca last week with a friend, mm. and um, every time she purged, and she was purging a lot. Like I'm, oh. she she purged like ninety percent of her body weight. Oh no! Uh, every time she purged, and I'm on the opposite side of the room, she's going thank you, thank you, oh. thank you. So she, and I just think of that scene now, and I just laugh because it's just like I wasn't laughing at the time, no. but. But now it's it just feels so funny because that's that's exactly what you're talking about. It's so she's exactly. purging and yeah. she's saying thank you because like the yep, thank you. Like it needed to leave my body. It needed yeah. to leave my body. So thank you. And it's all about saying thank you to all these um, beautiful human experiences that we all have. 
Oh, absolutely. And it is, it's it's for the lessons that we get from it. Isn't that why we signed up to be here in the first place? It's all of this. I remember I remember a moment when I was um I was going through grief and I was sobbing my heart out and there was two experiences that happened. One, so I'm howling on the edge of the bed, and my poor husband sitting next to me, just I was just having one of those just total burnout meltdowns. And he's sitting there just kind of with his hand on my back, not knowing what to do or what to say. And then and he was just being there with me, which was beautiful. And then I was sitting in front of the bedroom window and this little boy that lives down the street, he's Indian, he just runs across the window frame, stops, bends over, wiggles his bum, turns around, jumps, wiggles his bum and runs out of my window, out of my window scene. And I just started bursting into laughter. It was the, it was like this total pattern interrupt and just yeah. such a funny experience I love it life just brings you out of your the the drama right it it wakes you from the sleep yes that's what happened to you you just were asleep and then all of a sudden you see and you just it's like we're all we're all asleep in the story yeah until we wake up right outside funny things happening like go outside stop crying go outside and and you know just get back in touch with nature. I think it's the quickest, easiest way to calibrate to the beauty that's all around us all the time. All around us all the time. Thank you so much, Lisa Branders, for channeling um, and Anya. It's been wonderful once again. So thank you so much. Until thank next time. You. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> See ya. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Galactic Guidance. We hope you loved it. And if you did, please subscribe to the podcast. And we would so love it if you also shared it with your friends. Until next time, remember to stay connected to your own inner guidance and trust the journey ahead.